Okay, think about that though. The Jets though. I mean, you play look at that schedule. Bills, Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs. Like that has to be the hardest schedule, like one of the hardest like defensive schedules to start off the year. Like I love Brock Purdy, but you ain't getting cupcakes like that and you know <laughs> what the 49ers have been getting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do have to say but you have to keep it into perspective. However, however, so basically what i what i've learned is as matt says zach wilson is better than brock purdy (laughs) no no i got that i don't know i that's that's kind of the impression i got i mean no hello everybody welcome back to a win is a win podcast episode three three double threes 33 one away from my favorite number which will be 34 because that is my birthday if you didn't know march 4th shout out but yes this is episode 33 we are excited for this episode we are doing another nfl themed episode where we're gonna give our over and under achievers from week three because that is the week that just wrapped up and so we really enjoyed that segment last week when we did it it was a good Good topic for discussion because it brought in a lot of matchups, a lot of players. So we, we're going to bring that back. Might not be every week, but it's going to be you're going to see this segment a lot. So we're going to we're going to jump into that. And then after we're going to talk about some fantasy football, we were going to do an episode. Didn't work out. So we're going to dedicate a little segment at the end to talk about fantasy football, how our teams are doing in the league. Sam probably has some some strong feelings right now. I won't say why just yet when we'll get into that. But that's on the agenda for, for today. So anyone have any opening thoughts? Well, uh, yeah. So as you guys have probably noticed, Charles is a little bit of a background change. So Charles, why don't you well, explain that a little bit? Okay. Thank, thank you. Yours, I, I didn't yeah. want to say it myself. I was hoping one of you would say it <laughs> so I can go and explain it. Right. You're welcome. So there's a lot of pieces from my old setup, aka I got this little shelf, sorry, this little shelf with some some stuff on it, Missouri State stuff. Got my Weems poster right above it, right there. Sorry, it's weird on camera. My Weems poster, and then there's the, the JQH poster that was there before. I also have the Ravens clock that was there before, and my little figurines, Steve Nash bobblehead, little Lamar Jackson squishy that I pulled, got really lucky with that. He's the little small guy there. And then there's the the main piece right there, the Aiden Hutchinson signed little collage where it's got his jersey and then a couple pictures and it's framed that Autumn's dad had gotten her and she wanted me to put it in the background. So there it is. Good old Steve Nash. You guys remember him. And then right here, right here, this is going to be where I'm hoping I can get the right frame for it. It should work. But if you guys remember that, Hendon Hooker signed jersey that her dad got me. I'm hoping get it folded up, put it right there next to the hutch, oh, and the, the whole cool. setup will be complete. Yeah. yeah. Maybe so, a shadow box action. Yeah, something like that. Maybe this weekend go grab one so you might see it next episode. But yeah, th- this took a lot of work. It it took a lot of Sunday. I mean after the the one o'clock games. I kind of just was working on this. I didn't really pay attention to the 425 games or Sunday night football because I didn't finish this till about 10 my time. So it, it took a it took a couple hours. So 
Really happy with how it turned out, though. And I hope that you guys, the audience, enjoys. And yeah. I hope Matt and Sam enjoy, too. Oh, I, I enjoy. I can't say for Matt, but I enjoy. I mean, I enjoy. I'm a Michigan fan, so, you know, seeing good old Hutchinson jersey doesn't mind me one bit. So, you know, yeah. um, my is pretty new, um, as you can see. Um, a lot of things hung up. So I'm just trying to compete with Charles. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Doing and pretty I'm, well. I'm in Ann Arbor now, so I have to have Michigan too, right? Like, I mean, I don't want to make you feel bad. That's why, like, mine is pretty dang good. I mean, it's basically a wall of imagination. Whatever you want it to be, that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. I, like I thought of it. Be Patrick Mahomes, Sam. Yeah, it could be anything. Oh, it can't. It can't be Patrick Mahomes or anything. Oh, it, oh, it can't be. Okay. No, Chiefs oh. or no, anything else. Okay. But anything else is fine. Okay. Just though, I like the background of yours too, Matt. Just the wall of imagination, creativity, and a window. That's everyone's favorite. Yeah. Window to the outside world, you know? That is true. My, yeah, I got this this curtain on here, but it might be an issue when we film in the mornings with the sun because this curtain isn't big enough. So I only have it kind of covering about three fourths. So when we film in the morning, I might be all bright from the sun. But yeah, Sam, any, <laughs> since we're talking about backgrounds, any changes for um, on your setup or is everything the same? Well, it's everything's the same so far. Um, I did. I don't know if you guys can see it on the screen. I don't know if you can see it on my camera, but I actually got um, this cool piece from my mom for my birthday. I'll get it real quick. Oh, okay. I do have yeah. to say, I do have my uh, like Ken Griffey card and my Kyle Ripken card. Yeah. Those are pretty dope. My... Uh... Got my uh, LeBron card right there, the LeBrons. <laughs> the three LeBrons. <laughs> um, this is actually four. There's the four. Card, the four yeah. LeBrons. My mom, I pulled when I was like 10 or 11, I think. So, so still got mom, that. Yeah. So my mom found a three-piece like uh, canvas art. And I don't know what year it's from, but this is one of the pieces for like the Chiefs. It's like a black and white with highlighted. I, yeah, I people, is is that D Ford? Wasn't he number fifty? I thought this was Willie Gay because he's number oh yeah, it might be. I was thinking this is fifty five. I thought this is Frank Clark from last year because he was fifty five. But it's a really cool piece. They're all kind of pretty like spaces. Like they take up a lot of space when they're put together. So I didn't think I was actually gonna um, hang them up on my wall. For everyone to see until I probably move apartments. Oh, okay. By the way, D Ford's number fifty-five, so that could. I don't know. I don't oh, know how old. Be. I don't know how old that is, but Maybe. he's fifty-five. Yeah, but, Chiefs, yeah. I was thinking it could be Tom Bahali, but I don't think it is. I think he's a little bigger than that. Yeah. Okay. I think, was it like, like ninety-five or something like that. Tom Bahali or something like that. I think so. Like some of the high, one of the higher numbers. And isn't that isn't that a name? See, I know my Chiefs, dude. That's a that's a blast from the past, right there. Uh, yeah, I think there's a Tom Bahali. Yeah, I think there's a Tom Bahali. So credit to you for knowing that. And hey, Jamal, uh, what is it, Jamal Charles? Right, number twenty-five. Yeah. He's he's like the he used to be like the goat running back, not the goat goat running back because there's the goat for fans. 
He used to be a goat for fantasy. Oh, he was a goat for fantasy, definitely. But I think it was a little before all three of our times to play fantasy because we were like five years old when he balled out for us. No, it was like I actually no, remember maybe like ten. My, my first year playing fantasy when I didn't really know what I was was doing. I actually I remember specifically trading with Matt because we did an auto draft, so we didn't actually draft and. I guess I had like the second pick and I got like Jamal Charles, I think, or maybe Matt had Jamal Charles. I just remember he was involved in the trade because Matt and I basically traded the running backs that were, I got it two and then he got it three or four. And we like swapped. I remember that I, it was just a random fact. So I actually did play when Jamal Charles was pretty relevant. So nice. Yeah. I do remember like a couple of years ago in his last year, he was the running back for the Jags. As, I mean, it's, it's just an interesting fact, I guess. He didn't, it wasn't good or anything. It was just the last year before he retired. But, yeah, no, he was really good. All right. But, um, yeah. Let's jump in. Let's, let's jump right in. Um, yeah. Do you guys want to start? Would... Oh. oh, I was going to make a transition. I'd say Jamal Charles was a was an overachiever in his football career. Oh, okay. We got to talk about some other overachievers. I was I was gonna. You're right though. I was gonna mention you did bring up fantasy already. I was like, let's let's just leapfrog to the topic, but we can do overachievers first. Yeah, let's do the real sports first, and then the fantasy last. Okay. Save it. Save the imaginary for last. You know. That's fair. That's Remember, fair. Imagination, you know. You're right. You're right. So uh, overachievers, Charles. Does that mean you were starting? Did you have one already? I mean, I can I can start if you'd like. Yeah, go for it. Would you like me to? Okay. Well, gotta go with the Houston Texans. I think. I think that's my my overachiever. They took it to the Jags, who are, you know, presumably the AFC South favorite, and the Texans and C.J. Stroud took it to them, won by 20, 37 to seventeen. Really impressive performance because I watched the Texans against the Ravens Week One. And they got like nothing going on offense at all. And then I can't remember who they played week two. Let me pull it up real quick. Should have done a little more research. They played the Colts. Yeah, they lost 31 to 20. So I was very shocked that they won, especially in this fashion. And they really had a, you know, they controlled the game pretty much from the start. They they led the entire way. So got to give it to the Texans. And I obviously I'm a big, I like D'Amico Ryans a lot. Their new head coach. So I like, and I like CJ Stroud a lot. He was my favorite quarterback in the draft, at least in terms of right now, you know, I thought he was the best available. So shout out to the Texans. Good for them. Good win. For now, CJ Stroud is proving to be the best rookie quarterback too. I think he's throwing the ball a lot though. He has 50 plus pass attempts per game, which is a lot. I would, I would say, I mean, I mean, probably just because he's played in every game because Bryce Young's obviously he's missed a game now. Anthony Richardson has missed a game and a half, but Anthony Richardson looked pretty good when he was playing. But yeah, I mean, CJ Stroud has played in every game, so Mm -hmm. I can't really argue that. So I'll agree with you on that. No, that's that's my, that's my, well, I mean, I can argue if you want. No arguing on this podcast. Oh, we're, we need to argue more. I feel like. We we actually before the podcast started, we all signed a, a clause to not argue with each other so things don't get out of hand. False. So we need that I, for Mario I, Party. Yeah, 
I'm free to talk about the Chiefs however long I want now without any scrutiny. But uh, speaking of overachievers, my overachiever, get this, it's the Chiefs this week. Oh my gosh! And I, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm definitely a little biased in the pick. Overachievers, Sam, they beat the freaking Bears. Yeah, but when you compare it to the first two weeks playing the Jags and the Lions, they lost to the Lions. They barely beat the Jags. Both times the offense looks horrible. Um, I think it's fair to call them an overachiever this week because look better. They look great against the Bears right now. They freaking suck. The the Bears are terrible. I agree. The Bears are probably one of the worst teams in the league right now, but it's an absolute morale boost for the team, I think, that they stomped on the Bears. The score doesn't even do justice. The Bears were shut out until like the very end, until our backup QB, Blaine Gabbery, threw two terrible picks, and they were in scoring position already. But not only that, Travis Kelsey looked amazing. He he had a pretty good game on the field, and he also got a pretty good game off the field, we imagine, because he got to go home. He got to go. Oh, my gosh. He got to go home with T-Swift, and I thought that was awesome to see. It combined NFL fans with the Swifty fans. It creates one big fan base of just happiness now. It's good to see. Hey, I just got to say, that's the the perk of having a podcast because honestly, if it wasn't, I mean, obviously, you know, the Kelsey's story about the the wristband or whatever. Uh, and he said that she denied him, but I don't know how if that's true or not. Either way, the PR from that, that's obviously what had to start this. So, hey, mm-hmm. the perk of having a podcast, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, my team is actually an overachiever because they weren't supposed to beat this team. Um, as you know, Sam just says whatever he can about the Chiefs. So, right. bro, that is hard. You can disregard that as an overachieving when you're supposed to win. Is that really overachieving, though, Sam? I mean, well, I don't know. That's I think it's, it's subjective. Exactly, they blew, they blew the Bears out of the water, so that's that's pretty good. But- Good. If you have Kelsey Mahomes and Andy Reid against a Bears team that basically says that they can't even coach someone, I think you should be able to beat them pretty handily. Let me just say, Sam, I I literally gave you an alley-oop too because I picked the Texans. I left this one right for you to slam it all over Matt. But now it's me. And you didn't take it. You you, you just let my alley-oop sail out of bounds. I, I did. I guess I did. I didn't want you to get the assist. I'm perfectly happy with my Chiefs pick. I want to hear. I'm pretty sure I know what Matt's going to say, but who do you think I'm going to say? Who do I think? Yeah, because I can tell you who I'm not going to say, but I want you. Well, who do you think I'm going to? Okay, well there there is a lot of different teams. I think that did. Oh, this. Give me a division, and I'll tell you yes or no. NFC. What division is this team in? NFC West. False. What? I mean, I I know who you're talking about, but yeah, exactly. This, That's but like the, you're you're. But the, no, okay, just today, man. I already know who you're. Gonna that say. was like the biggest upset this week. I know receiver is the Colts. Mm. That's not who you think I was gonna say, did you, Charles? No, that was who I thought you were gonna say. Oh, oh. dunking on Charles. Really? I thought you're. I thought you guys were gonna say the Dolphins for me, but um, 
We can get to them later. But no, for me, it's the Colts. And the reason why is because when we, when the season started, right, there was absolutely like no way that the Colts, Texans, anyone was going to be good, right? Well, the Colts beat the Texans for their first win. And you're like, okay, like it's the Texans, whatever. But then I believe they go to Baltimore, I believe, right? Correct, Charles? Yeah, they, they, they did. They go to Baltimore. Lamar does do a pretty good job, obviously, two rushing touchdowns, etc. Um, but some costly fumbles, costly turnovers here and there kind of doomed the Ravens a little bit. Um, and that can you can either say you can blame the Ravens or you can say, hey, it's really good defense by the Colts, you know, whatever, whichever one you like to say. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, but the Colts escape with a win. Matt Gay hits four 50-yard field goals, first time in NFL history, so that's wild. And the Colts are 2-1, and one, leading the division in the AFC South. Like, to me, as of right now, for this week, that is my overachieving team because should they be there? No. But are they there? Yes. So to me, it's the Colts. I know that probably hurts Charles, and I understand why. Um, but, yeah, for me, it's the Colts. I mean – it's a good team, and Anthony Richardson was hurt. Um, I think he's coming back this um, this week. But I kind of like that team. I mean, Michael Pittman looks good. Defense looks good. Um, Anthony Richardson's coming back. And on top of all this, they don't even have Jonathan Taylor because he's basically saying, I want more money. But then you have Zach Moss who came over from Buffalo and he's doing a great job for them. So it's like, well, do you really, do we really need to pay you that much money? Probably not. Right. So as of now, for me, it's the Colts. I believe they're my overachiever for the week. I guess I can give a a few thoughts. So I actually lied. I didn't think you would say the Colts. I thought you'd say the dolphins because scoring 70 points. I don't care who it's against. That's overachieving. Now here's why the Colts are not overachievers in my opinion, because I watched the game. You could say the Ravens are underachievers. I I can't argue that. I don't think the Colts are overachievers, though. I think Matt Gay is an overachiever. I'll give you that. But, yeah, Lamar gifted them red zone opportunities and with turnover, a couple – at least one turnover. I know that. I guess the second one he got back on top of. Ravens are down seven guys. We lost, like – you know how many guys we lost in that game? We lost, like, another seven. The list I can read you the Ravens injuries right now, which for some reason just kills us every year. Here, one sec. Let me just pull it up. Anyways, yeah. I so just, I'm saying just from a perspective of should they have won? No, even with the Ravens down seven starters, they were still supposed to lose. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I mean I I the Ravens still probably should have won, to be honest. But I did give a little bit of a difference because I think all of us could agree the overall overachiever of the week was the Dolphins for scoring 70 on an NFL defense first mm-hmm. time since 1966 someone has scored that many points um but I wanted to be a little different and it does get to talk about the Ravens a little bit which is your team Charles but that's yeah, so think that they are overachieving though I mean if you would have thought if at the beginning of the season you thought that the Colts would be two and one, like I don't think you guys would have thought that. I know I didn't think that. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Either way, sorry, I have to say this. 
Ravens down seven guys going into the game. We lose David Ojabo during the game. We lose Gus Edwards during the game. We lose Rashad Bateman during the game. And we lose Geno Stone during the game. We already have a depleted secondary. We're just getting destroyed. And the Colts, a win is a win. I will not argue that. But, yeah, four 50-yard field goals in that weather. It was a gritty win, but there's no way in my mind they overachieved. They only scored one touchdown off of the Lamar fumble in the red zone, which, of course, you can say the defense caused it, and they did. But our O-line finally got pushed around, our backup O-line. Yeah, I, I would say the Ravens were more underachievers and the Colts overachievers, personally. But I, I get what you're saying, because they are 2-1 and one now. But I, I always felt like the Colts were a solid team. You know, it's just like last year they had a lot of a lot of hype around them with Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan obviously didn't pan out. So they've always, you know, they have pieces. I mean, even though you guys have starters out, it's a good win. And, I mean, should you guys won? Yeah. But yeah, we, we, still should, we still should have, honestly. It's still overachieving, though. But, anyways, that's, that's my pick. But we can't talk about underachievers, though, because I think there is a decent amount of teams we can choose. I think there's two that are solid, I think, we all know who are underachievers. So it'll be kind of interesting to see what that third team might be. Yeah. All I know is I feel like arguing now. Sam got me in an arguing mood saying that there's no arguing in the clause. So I'm 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 getting back I'm going back at you guys if I, know. I think you're wrong. Well, yeah, if if anything, I would have argued with Matt about that point too, because I mean you can talk about the Dolphins, sure, but they pretty much did the same thing as the Chiefs. The the Bears and the the Broncos and the Bears are equally bad, but you were suggesting talking about the Dolphins game. And sure, 70 points is amazing. I mean, that's that's an incredible stat. But the Chiefs also, they dropped 41, and they didn't <laughs> play Mahomes for the whole quarter. How about this, Sam? We have the shiz show of the century next week between the Broncos and the Bears, and we can determine which win was actually more impressive. Because that's- if the Broncos blow out the bears i think of yeah i think if the broncos don't win that game let's be honest here would you rather have the broncos roster or the bears roster probably well the broncos roster i think is way better on paper they just train wreck game after game real also i I said this yesterday i i honestly russell wilson isn't even playing that bad no, he's not. He's really he's not. Not. not like last year, and they're getting you know clowned on. So yeah, yeah, he's not. He's really, he's been pretty. I mean, I, I was looking at the Dolphins game. I remember I was following it, and there was a couple drives that were negated by fumbles when they could have you know where they were they were driving, and if that doesn't happen, it's maybe a different game. So I honestly, I don't think people are blaming Russ, but I was looking. I was like, Russ really isn't playing that bad, you know, compared to last year. But yeah, all right, underachievers. I can go last because I, I have a couple good ones. So oh, yeah, ones. I went first anyways for over, so you guys can can go now and I'll go last. Okay. Sam, do you want to go first for me? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and go first. It's actually a good transition because my underachiever is definitely going to be the Broncos too. Uh, I'll, I'll preface again, I'm not biased just because we're AFC West rivals. Doesn't mean I don't hate them, but they're they're terrible. I mean... What you guys said earlier, they've just been a disappointment. They were totally disappointment last season. They're turning out to be a pretty big one this season. They lost to three 
well, I mean, two mediocre teams and then one really good team at the Dolphins. But um, I I personally think a lot of the blame uh, so far this year should go to Sean Payton. He was absolutely clowning on Nathaniel Hackett uh, last season for his performance before he got the boot. And Nathaniel Hackett, I believe he started two and one or one and two last season with the Broncos. But with Sean Payton, you can't even win a game and you're three games in the season, you know, Sean Payton. I mean, it's a hot take, but I think he deserves all the scrutiny that he's getting. I don't know how it's even possible to allow 70 points to a team in the modern area era like this, let alone lose to the Raiders and the commanders in three weeks too. I, I mean, I don't know if I can even trust a coach like that anymore. There is, I believe there's a pretty explicit reason why the Broncos suck so bad. And I think most of the reason is their defense. But another good reason is their head coach. If you say Nathaniel Hackett is a bad head coach, you have to look at yourself and see why you lost by a combined 103 points, 105 points, actually, in the last two weeks. So, And Sam sounds angry, but uh, shouldn't you be happy because they're in your division? I I mean, I'm happy, but they weren't (laughs) going to be a competitor in the first place. So I just want to give them crap. Dang, Sam throwing shade, taking names. However, the wise words of Stephen A. Smith, how (laughs) about them cowboys? They are definitely under cheers of the week. Um, You know, it's funny. Everyone gets so hyped about the Cowboys every single time they do something well, you know. And as Stephen A. says all the time, we just got to wait till they disappoint us. I believe they go into Arizona, in the good old State Farm Field, the home of the mighty Larry Fitzgerald, Arizona Cardinals. And they get the hammer. The Cardinals freaking smacked. <laughs> Smacked the Cowboys. I think it was what thirty-eight to sixteen. I think that the final. No, score. 20, 28 to sixteen. Oh, sorry, sorry, twenty-eight sixteen. Yeah. My bad, twenty-eight sixteen. However, the Cowboys had the best defense the first two to the season. Uh, they beat the Giants, and then they beat um, oh, who else did they beat? They beat the the Jets. Yes. Okay, the Jets, right? It's like those two teams decided not to show up on Wednesday because, like, oh, it's the Cardinals. They suck. They're 0-2, so we'll be fine. Well, James Conner did what James Conner did, which was, you know, put people on his back and say, come on down, let's go. You know, so we love James Conner. Joshua Dobbs looks like freaking, you know, prime Lamar Jackson out there. You're like, what the freak? Like, reincarnated. You're like, okay. And then Dak Prescott was like, you know what? I'm going to turn into Zach Wilson this week. And you're like, bro, what the, like, he wasn't throwing it to CeeDee Lamb. He was like, oh, no, let's try someone else. It's like, dude, the Arizona Cardinals secondary isn't that good. Why don't you let CeeDee Lamb cook? Like, he obviously cooked the Jets secondary, which we would say is better than the Cardinals. That didn't work out, right? And then they just didn't do anything. So, to me, it's definitely the Cowboys. I mean, from – Everyone's like, oh, Super Bowl contenders, all this stuff. It's like, hey, 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 hey. Just got to wait till the record season's over. The real Cowboys show up. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, underachievers 100% Cowboys. 
Exactly. I mean, a classic Cowboys loss. I'm really classic. not that that shocked. Classic, so yeah. I, that actually wasn't going to be my underachiever pick because it's the Cowboys. They're known for these kind of losses. Yes, they did lose Trevon Diggs. And I guess it just killed them because for some reason the Cowboys always play. Sometimes they just play like they don't care. And it didn't really seem like they cared. This is the Cardinals who are potentially tanking for Caleb Williams. And they let the Cardinals just control the game, honestly. And it's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really surprised if I'm being honest, because classic cowboy fashion, classic loss where you go, what are they doing? How does this happen? And it happens every year. So if anything, I really thought someone would have talked about the Cardinals being overachievers this week. But... I, yeah, it was tough. Uh, they were, they were on my board for sure. Also, also the Cowboys, so it's like a, if you're a crappy team, you actually do have a shot against them. So that is true. Yeah, even the Bears, even the Bears would have a shot against them. Even the Bears have a shot about beating the Cowboys. You're right. Shout out Martin. All right, my underachiever of the week. I I have two names here. Ooh, I'm gonna go names. with Sam Howell. Okay. Commanders okay. and Zach Wilson. Yep. Ooh. I personally, I, I know I was on the Zach Wilson believer train last year. I told you, and whenever the Aaron Rodgers injury happened, I told you I was skeptical. I'm personally out on Zach Wilson. I'm, I don't know what how Matt feels. I, I'm sorry, Matt. I've left you alone potentially. Zach Wilson, he can't play quarterback at the end of the NFL. He's so bad. He's he's just he just can't do it, dude. I mean so bad he he's got the he's got physical talent but he you you gotta you gotta have mental talent you know that's it's half the game and he doesn't have that terrible performance i know it's the patriots patriots own him yeah it's it's bad i think i think he's gonna get potentially benched soon so i i'm surprised that they still believe in him and what was it joe joe naismith right joe namath joe namath sorry legend commented on zach wilson well, yeah, it's Broadway Joe. He he said Zach Wilson basically nicely, or in, in mean terms, he said he sucks and can't play quarterback in the NFL. So I'm out on Zach Wilson. Really, you know, obviously he comes in. They won the Bills game. I saw some things I liked. I was like, okay. And then Cowboys, I was like, yeah, it's a really good defense. But, yeah, this week it's – I'm out. And then Sam Howell, who had a really good start to the season – Four interceptions, no touchdowns against the Bills. They lose 37 to three. They you gotta be better than that. I mean, it's just it's yeah, terrible performance. I mean, Zach Wilson beat the Bills. I know Josh Allen sucked, but like Zach Wilson did throw a touchdown in that game, to be fair. And so yeah, I those two quarterbacks were 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 bad. Sam Howell's QBR was 19, Zach Wilson's was 17.6. And if That's you good. don't know what that means, uh, QBR from zero to hundred, anything below like forty or fifty is is bad. So they were like yeah. extra below. So yeah, I'm sorry, Matt. I'm out on Zach Wilson. I I don't believe oh, anymore. To be fair, not even to be fair for Zach Wilson. This is actually against him. But that week one game against the Bills, that was really all Garrett Wilson for the touchdown. That he yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't know how he caught that. There was no way he could have. And what one more note I have to say about Zach Wilson. 
the the Jets finally this morning they finally signed Trevor Simeon, so they have a reason now to give Zach Wilson the boot. Trevor Simeon isn't the greatest quarterback, I think. They should have gotten Carson once, but maybe some changes are finally going to be made. I mean, I do have to say Zach Wilson has played against probably a couple of the toughest defenses, I would say. Um, however, I am not fully in on my guy from BYU. I am in on my other guy from BYU, Puka Nakua. I'm in for him. Um, also, Matt Stafford was just being dumb and didn't throw – like, Puka was actually open, like, a lot of the time, and Stafford was like, no – I'll just keep the ball. You know, okay. Um, that's either that's neither here nor there. Um, I think you have to give Zach Wilson at least one or two more weeks if he still sucks after then, which is potential. I think you have to yank him. So I don't know. One or two weeks sounds a little generous. Well, who did they play this week? Oh gosh! They play. Let me look it up for you. They play the Chiefs, actually. Oh, you have the Chiefs. Oh, they play the Chiefs. You can get stomped oh, on, man. Okay. Okay. Think about that, though. The Jets, though. I mean, you play. Look at that schedule: Bills, Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs. Like that has to be the hardest schedule. Like one of the hardest, like defensive schedules to start off the year. Like I love Brock Purdy, but you ain't getting cupcakes like that. And, you know, <laughs> what the 49ers have been getting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I just have, have to keep it into perspective. However, however. So, basically, what, I, what I've learned is, as Matt says, Zach Wilson is better than Brock Purdy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, got that I don't know. I, that's that's kind of the impression I got. No, I mean, no. I'm just saying defensive-wise, defense-wise, he has played better. But Brock Purdy has also taken advantage of the bad defenses and been like, hey, I can only play who's on my schedule and we're going to beat them. And they do. So, I mean, would you say, hey, would you rather have Brock Purdy or Zach Wilson? I think you say, I'd rather have Brock Purdy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I, would, I would hope you would say that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm just, yeah. Schedule-wise, I do have to say that's probably one of the hardest defense schedules so far. And I think any new quarterback, or I know Zach was not a new quarterback, but it'd be interesting to see some of those other quarterbacks maybe go in there. I mean, think about it. The first two weeks, everyone thought Joe Burrow was garbage this year. I mean, Joe Burrow, right? So anything can happen. If the Jets beat the Chiefs this week, I will laugh at Sam. It'll be awesome. (laughs) Um, Oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah, anyways – we can move on to fantasy because we have like about 10, 15 minutes, but I, I was just real quick. I was going to say, I'm, I'm waiting until the day when I hear from Matt's words that he's truly like officially out on Zach Wilson, like fully out. Cause when he's not fully two. out yet. He said a couple no. of weeks, How about but this? I'm, I'm waiting for the day. Uh, yeah. I'm in the kiddie pool of Zach Wilson, you know, like I'm not in the full pool. I'm in the kiddie pool. So I'm, I'm still there. I'm in the vicinity to jump in the pool. But I'm taking a break in the kiddie pool. Dude, you should be in the sauna. You're talking about Zach Wilson, man. Well, that no, 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 no. Sauna is like all encompassing, right? No, 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 no. I'm in the yeah. kiddie pool. Like I'm I in was, my like, ankles I was, deep. I was thinking more of like the sauna because that's about the most far away place you can get from a pool. 
And that's where you should be against Zach Wilson. I I know that you love and respect your BYU boys, but Zach Wilson is not it. And he had the whole year last year to prove it, too. Well, I just want you to know we still have Steve Young, so BYU still I mean, yeah, (laughs) I I guess that's true. And Puka. (laughs) Puka's balling, too, so no hate for him. All right, fantasy. Yes, sir. Oh. I I think Matt and I should go now, and we can let Sam go last because Sam had the more exciting drama this week. But Matt, Sam, and I are all in a league again. We've been all together in the same league for like I know Matt missed a year on his mission, but before that, senior year of high school, so what, like six years probably about and six like seven, around six seven, seven years in a row. <laughs> We've done sophomore year. Was it sophomore or freshman year when we started this? Sophomore, but Sam wasn't in it. He didn't join till senior year of high school, I remember. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been like six, seven years. We're in a league again, most of the, the same core together. And we are through three weeks. And I will go ahead and just give my team update. I'm two and one. And I was pretty shocked to find out that me, along with two other teams who are both undefeated are the only teams in the league right now with a winning record because four through 10 is all one and two, which was pretty funny to me. And the fact that I'm not one and two and I'm two and one, like I'm in the top three right now, uh, doesn't feel right. Cause I don't think my team is that good, but I had a really good week. I scored 152, second highest destroyed Martin. Sorry, Martin. And I even forgot Ayuk, and I almost forgot Waddle, and Martin reminded me, and I put Adam Thielen in because he's the only option I had who had 31 points. I just got lucky this week. I don't expect my team to perform like that again. I kind of have running back issues. I don't really have much because Josh Jacobs hasn't been that good, and Masson's probably going to lose touches to Cam Akers, and then my other running backs aren't that good. So good tight ends, though. I'm trying to trade one. Matt and I might make a trade, just saying. Because I have Kelsey and Laporta, and Laporta's been great. So, yeah, that's about all I have to say for now. I got lucky week one and one. Got destroyed week two. I scored like 70 week two, and then I scored 150 this week. So, I definitely deserve comeback player of the week. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Do you? But Do you? I, I think so. I, I scored like 80 more points than last week. So, what's also Let's also let the audience know what your team name is, Charles. How about you tell them? My team name is the Lazy Coach, and the reason I have that name is because I just don't care about fantasy like I used to. And this is a shout out to Dude Perfect because they have a fantasy football stereotype video from like way back in the day, and one of the stereotypes is the Lazy Coach. And I literally forgot someone this week and I almost forgot another, so it actually makes sense. So I'm the Lazy Coach because I get on maybe once or twice a week so yeah um i'll go next i'd be uh sir charles um i believe charlie brown was two and oh i believe mm-hmm. so he is two no and no one. he was he was one and one oh, he's, he in that, one. he's in that big cluster of one and two guys right i am a one and two i am currently in last so i won and stayed in last <laughs> so you know Gotta love that. Um, I have the uh, lowest scoring points in the whole league. So, you know, 
my team is coming together nicely is what I would have to say. Um, <laughs> it is looking like, oh, this, my team has just been unlucky. Like I have good players. They just don't show up when it comes to fantasy. Um, but thank you to my goat, Jamar, finally looking like he's actually a wide receiver one. Um, I did trade away Mark Andrews and A.J. Brown. And Mark Andrews didn't do very well, but A.J. Brown finally did well. So that might come back to bite me. However, I did get Lamar Jackson, and he was the second-highest scoring QB. So I can't really complain too much there. Um, I get Alvin Kamara back this week. So running back is looking pretty nice, honestly, right now for me. I have actually a decent squad of uh, running backs. Um, Because I have Jamar Gibbs and Alvin Kamara, Brees Hall, and who's my other person that I have? Oh, Ford, Jerome Ford. Oh, and I have Damian Pierce. So I have like five decent running backs. So you're probably about to get uh, the Dolphins running back too with that number one waiver who scored 51 points. Potentially, I could potentially be getting him. Potentially, if so, you and I make a trade too, and you pick him up, and because you know, I'm, I'm a little interested, I, we're not gonna talk about trades on the, on the pod, but I don't know. I think it's is this week I play. Who do I play this week? Uh, Eric. Do you play, play Eric, number like seven and number ten. So hopefully, Eric and I have a good duel. Oh, good duel. real quick, because you brought this up, Matt. Uh, my so I'm like the third low scorer in the league, and I'm in third place. <laughs> so that doesn't really make sense, but um, remember, it's a win a, is a win. Schedule, it's you play on your schedule. Yeah, a win is a win. That's that's just funny to me. Like even Sam has more points than me. <laughs> I know, I bro, I should be the two and one team, Charles, not you. Well, explain why, good sir. Oh. I don't know why the, the fantasy gods hate me, but I played the other Charlie in our league this week. And uh, a couple of years ago, I lost to him by a tenth of a point. So by one yard this week, I I don't know what happened. I, I finally started Kylan Williams and the Rams just did terribly. And I was up by 30 points before the Monday night game. And I still ended up losing by six yards. So I also <laughs> wanted to. I think my team is pretty great. I should not be wanting to. Wait, real quick, real quick. So the, the Sam, the score was one forty three point four four to one forty two point eight eight. That's what Sam's score was. Just Terrible. heads up. <laughs> but no, I think my team is pretty solid. I scored a one twenty five in a win, so you know. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's dumb luck, <laughs> but. I mean, no, I I think most of my team players are pretty solid. Um, my only weakness, I think, is are my wide receivers. I did trade for DeAndre Hopkins, but he's not that great anymore. Being on the Titans, my wide dumb receiver, trade, by the way, that was a dumb trade. You think? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was a dumb trade. Also, can we talk about freaking Kevin's name and his picture? Wait, wait. We'll, let's get to that. Let's get to that. But yes, we can get to that. Okay. Sorry, Sam. Well, my my last thought initially, uh, I was going to say my my wide receiver core is only bad because of Gary Wilson, and he has the misfortune of having Zach Wilson throw to him. He's an absolute stud wide receiver, but he has like 
He has one of the worst QBs in the league. Let's be real. But your other receivers. Hey. Um, so I have Garrett Wilson, DK Metcalf, um, DeAndre Hopkins, and Christian Kirk. Honestly, hey. it was kind of my fault for losing this week because I definitely so should have started Kirk. He's he's pretty good. But hey, now I all of a sudden seem to have a surplus of receiver because now I have four guys who all seem pretty good, but I can only start three. Might might have to trade me, Sam. I mean, no, probably not. Anyways, okay. Anyways, that's the point. <laughs> I'm just trying to spice up trade talk. I, think... I want to get my thoughts real quick. Uh, so we were having a meeting last night for the pod, and it was like during the the Monday night games, and we were kind of messing. I would say I was mostly messing with Sam. Being like, you know, oh, whenever a play would happen, like Jalen Hurts got this many yards and whatever. And Sam's like, well, I'm not watching the game, blah, blah, blah. And it's we we end it and it's like halftime and, and Mike Evans has done like nothing. And Jalen Hurts only has like 10 points. And I'm like, yeah, Sam's going to win. And I, I'm doing stuff. And next thing I know, I saw when I checked the score again, I saw Mike Evans scored. I saw Jalen Hurts at a rushing touchdown. And then I go check and Sam's down like eight points with Kyron Williams left. And I'm like, okay. And um, then Kyron Williams, you're only down like three, maybe at the half. And then you're down like one point at the start of the fourth. And I'm like, yeah, Sam's going to win. There's no way. And Kyron Williams only gets like two yards in the fourth quarter, not a catch, which by the way, remember he got stopped at the one. Um, So if he scored you, he would have won. And I, I, I couldn't believe he lost. Honestly, I, it, it was so stupid. So I did end up watching like the third quarter on from that Rams game and the Rams played so bad. Like Kyron Williams had seven targets. Matt Stafford can't hit a target. If it was five feet in front of him, he only got two catches. Bro, he has a ring, bro. He has a ring. Yeah, but the only reason he only got two catches in that seven was because the other five were just right over his head. He had no chance of catching him. And if he would have caught one of those balls, he would have gotten a point for catching it. And I would have won because of that. But Matt Stafford sucks. <laughs> this he is the Sam I was hoping for. This is the Sam I was... Wait, wait, wait. You got to tell me, what were your initial thoughts during the fourth quarter? And then when the game's over and you, you realize you actually lost, what were you thinking? What were you wanting to say? Let it all out. Well, I mean, I just thought it was unreal losing. I saw the game script happening before my eyes. So I was like, okay, I'm going to lose. They weren't even handing up the ball to Kyron anymore. They gave him one that one red zone opportunity, yeah, but he ran one time. He got two yards, which is solid. I mean, especially at, like, the five-yard line. But, I mean, that was great and all, but I needed a point. But they only gave him that one run, and they just like, all right, screw it. We're just going to make Matthew Stafford throw it with his noodle arm. Freaking old man. Get him out of the league, man. He had so bad QB. I didn't realize he had seven targets, only two catches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not kidding about him overthrowing five times. <laughs> it's stupid. So Sam should definitely be two and one right now, but it's not. And it's hilarious. <laughs> I should have I, I literally I texted Matt this and I think Martin too. I said death taxes sam losing by less than a point in fantasy because i swear every year you lose by like <laughs> three points or less you always have a game you just and you just choke the fantasy gods hate me i don't know what i did to him i i guess i talked too much smack <laughs> that's probably it i my team did pretty well i thought this week too but uh keenan <laughs> allen 
still lost. <laughs> I know. Keenan Allen dropped 45 points on me. Just from Dude, and Charlie had the Jacks minus four, and you still lost. <laughs> Only because Keenan Allen had 45, yeah, or whatever. He dropped a 45-burger on him and still <laughs> lost. <laughs> God. I dropped, man, I had a ch- I had a projected 70% chance to win before Monday night happened, <laughs> and I still lost. Isn't that why we love primetime games like Sunday night, Monday night in fantasy? Because then you have no. to wait, wait it out. My dynasty last, last week because um the the dude had the Steelers defense and they had two two touchdowns. So literally, I was winning up until like two minutes in the fourth quarter, and that's when they took they got the return touchdown. And I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" That happened to me last year with Kevin on Monday night on Halloween. Bengals and Joe Burrow was getting wrecked. It was the Browns, but he had like two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and I lost by like a point. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I know I've been there, Sam. Speaking of Kevin, what the with... oh yes, um, Kevin in fantasy, his name is oh his name the Cutco Cutco Colt, and it's a picture of Matt. With it's I think he I think he so like fun. edited it yeah it's a picture of Matt with the Book of Mormon and <laughs> steak knives or whatever yeah it's like a walk. Matt it's funny I mean I guess you can talk about this Matt your experience with that because that was your thing I don't want to say anything that you maybe don't want me to say uh-huh. um if you want to talk about what you did or whatever with that whole thing so it was just someone nice like it was just someone I was like okay I'll try it. And it was sale. And I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, this blows. So I really didn't do it anymore. But I was like, yeah, this kind of sucks. Like, whoever, like, I get it sales, but I'm like, this sucks. So I said, no, thank you. And stopped. Okay. So, so basically, Kevin's making fun of Matt because Matt yeah. enrolled in a pyramid scheme. <laughs> that's, that's, um, that's the thing. That's so <laughs> basically, to put it, put it that way, Matt was involved in a pyramid scheme and, um basically kevin's making fun of him i guess i i was out of the blue honestly that's why his name is the cutco colt yeah so to be fair last season he was making fun of me too for no reason really oh yeah yeah what is kevin's just taking shots bro yeah i know it's, i mean it's fine i just feel like he said the cutco colt and then i looked and i was like wait that looks like my profile from linkedin and they, i was like wait what wait yes yeah. yes he asked me if i had any funny pictures of you and i was like i don't think so but i can try and look i was like no so i guess you just pulled that off your linkedin <laughs> you always find a way i guess um, yes that's that's why he named it that so well i think he's just channeling the inner Matty b because his team looks pretty good so dude he won last year and he's starting off right where he you left know, off his he, he's had the best team probably so far these first three weeks so it's, yeah it's frustrating because i feel like kevin and Charlie, they barely do any research on fantasy football, but their teams are always so good. False. I feel like they do the most research. Um, you think they do the most? Yeah, I feel like they do a lot of research, and they they kind of like, especially Kevin, kind of just plays like the numbers game. Like he's just kind of outsmarting us with statistics. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of pick players based off football field. He picks players based off rankings and stats and all that stuff, and I guess it's working now. But hey, I mean, look at sports analytics in the you know the world today. It's it's working. So. I guess that's true. Like I Kevin doesn't agree. necessarily like understand football. I mean, he understands football, but he doesn't understand maybe football like we do. 
Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to fantasy, he kind of just picks players based off of the depth chart, the, you know, how good they were last year. That, that, I mean, that's all. He, and he just looks at rankings and that's all he does. Yeah. So that is true. Kevin's definitely the smarty pants out of us. Oh, well, let me just say real quick. I'm probably going to lose to Matt's friend this week. Oh, so, wait, Sam, who do you play this week? I play Martin. Oh, that's an easy win. Pencil that is a dub on this. Bro, you're you're just you're asking for karma again, bro. You just I you know. just ask the fantasy gods to make you lose. Oh, I know I am, but I'm pretty sure Martin is has the second worst point scored so far <laughs> here. So. He does. I'm at least I'm at least getting a good break in like the fantasy like matchup wise. Hang on, Wait. let me just uh let me just add some fuel to the fire real quick. Martin, easy win, dash Sam easy in win. the chat. <laughs> Pencil that in, man. Yeah. I I'm done talking about fantasy. I mean, last well, point I'll make, I think we can all agree that Martin's team is a little not great this year. I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought for sure he was gonna beat me. He was projected like 120. I was, I literally I said this. I was projected like 98, and I was like, Martin's gonna dunk on me, and I ended up beating him by like 60 points. Yeah, I mean, I mean that just serves as a lesson. Never look at the projections; they don't matter for anything. Yeah. All I know is, Sam, you might want to trade me for Adam Thielen, Loki. No, you said you need a receiver. Adam Thielen. Adam, dude, I do not. What? Why would I want Adam Thielen? Because he scored 20 and then 31 the last two weeks. I mean, he did, but he also plays for the Panthers. Yeah, but like... I I am very football-minded like you, Charles, and I specifically try not to go for any players on garbage teams. But, the only but, exception was D-Hop. But think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You trade away James Cook on a on the Bills for a D-Hop on the Titans. That anyways, was, that was anyways. James Cook is a running back. I didn't need running backs. Anyways... The reason I picked Adam Thielen, he's going to be a target monster because they have no one else. Mm. And look, it's panned out the last two weeks. Okay. I mean, I guess he is. I mean, the main reason why I got D-Hop because because he's a target hog on that team too. Yeah, but that's the Titans. They're even worse. I wouldn't say they're even worse. I would would go – I would get Tannehill over Bryce or or Andy Dalton every day. You'd have Tannehill over Andy Dalton. I would. Dude, Tannehill sucks now. He's washed. I I mean, he does suck, but he doesn't like... He's top 20, I think, you know? Nah. I would would say top 20. Nah. I could name 10 QBs that are worse than him. 12, actually, because there's 32. All right, do it real quick. Okay. um, We're just keeping it going. We're not ending (laughs) it. Keep it going. Bryce Young. Personally, I think... I think okay. Richardson is in that bottom twelve too. He hasn't proved himself yet. I would I would keep CJ Stroud out of the list though. He looks pretty good so far. But there's two. Zach Wilson, three. Yeah. Derek Carr. That's a hot take. I'll say he's number four. <laughs> I think he's past his prime. Sam's already reaching it where he only got to a third. That's not true, bro. <laughs> that is definitely debatable. Keep going. Keep going. You're at four. No, that's not true. You debatable. got you got eight more. Let's hear okay. it. I don't want to make this podcast two hours, so I won't debate the Derek Carr topic, but I stand with it. Okay. Number number five, Jimmy G. Okay. Number six, I'm not going to say Brock Purdy. 
I'm going to say you wanted to say Brock Purdy. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say. I love Brock Purdy. Number six, Josh Dobbs. Number seven. <laughs> number seven, Mac Jones. <laughs> number eight. What? I won't argue Mac Jones. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number eight, um, Ritter. Number nine, Sam Howell. Yeah. Number ten. Mm, who else is bad? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. No, no. I want. I wouldn't give. No, not my boy Tanny. Uh, uh-uh, not my boy Tanny. Number ten. Um. There's there's one that's pretty obvious to me, but I'm definitely not gonna say who. Number ten, Dak. What? I think he's the what? I think he was the obvious one to you, Charles. Okay, just keep going. Just get okay. to twelve. Yeah, um, yeah. My okay. point is my point's proven though. Number eleven. Number eleven is um, Okay. There's definitely two worst QBs in Tano. I just can't think off the top of my head. If you gave me a list, I could name off twelve immediately. Uh, Geno Smith. What? What? Okay, I think we got to end this podcast here before someone. Geno Smith and Russ. I just, I just wanted, I just wanted Sam to stumble his way through that because he knows <laughs> there's not twelve worse than Tannehill, bro. Tannehill's definitely not top twenty. Uh, maybe no. okay, maybe at least top twenty-five. That's least that's like 25. that's bad offense though. That that is still pretty bad. You trade away a top five offense probably for a top twenty five oh, offense. Probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, we need to end it. We're we're rambling. Wait, wait, wait. No, Cardinals are not top five offense. No, no. You, James Cook, you traded him away. Oh, or DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. But my main point with that was, I mean, I was definitely already RB heavy on my team, and Josh Allen is a running quarterback too, so it's just like Jalen Hurts. You're really gonna go for DeAndre Hopkins though? You could have gotten more than that for James Cook. I feel like. Uh, I mean, like Adam Thielen. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. I don't want Adam Thielen. He's the the hop is the guy that I wanted. If anyone, I would have wanted Zay Flowers too. We're glad. We're glad that you have him. And when D Hop wins you a game this year, which he won't. Oh, he definitely he, will. Just, just end it. Just end it. We need to. We need to stop. Maybe, we're done. Matt, maybe out of spite this week, I'll play him in like my flex. Oh wait, <laughs> actually, shoot. Uh, I just realized. I I know. Sorry, Matt. Um, what about your Zach Wilson card situation? Uh, that's a good question. You you guys don't have an answer, do you? Well, I was I wasn't gonna bring it up just because we're already over like an hour of our time limit, I think. But uh, hey, it happens. You just gotta flow with it. That's true. You just gotta flow with it. Uh, I know Matt is absolutely seething at the teeth to get a hold of that Zach Wilson card. We are working tremendously to bring a deal together to get that card to him. Uh we're gonna make the best bet ever, and if Zach, if if Matt's bet wins, he will. I will ship him the Zach Wilson card, but if his bet loses, he will have to eat a jar of mayonnaise on camera. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think Here, it's pretty cool. Let me, let me. Uh, I'll take the reins. I know this better than you two. <laughs> okay, Sam has a signed Zach Wilson card that Matt would like and they're in a pick'em league that matt and i did this last year i'm not in it they're in a pick'em league where you pick 
matchups every week. So we brought up the idea they should do that this week, and whoever does better, for example, if Matt does better, he gets the card for free. But if Sam does better, Matt still gets the card, but he has to do a punishment. And Ooh. they obviously have not decided what the punishment should be. So that's, I guess you'll find out next week what the punishment will be because hopefully you guys will have it decided by then. So we will have it decided before this week. Hey, real quick, also, I think a little bonus if the Jets win, Matt automatically gets two points. What? I okay. think I think that should be a bonus to right, right. Zach yeah, Wilson. Sure. With yeah. that argument, if the Chiefs win, then I get two points. No, 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 yes. no. Yeah. no. <laughs> yes, we're you're not giving Matt an extra point just because. How about just one, just one point, extra point? Matt gets a half a point. He gets one point if he wins. Or right. or how or how about this? If the Jets beat the Chiefs, it doesn't matter what happens. If I lose that week, you automatically have to give me the card because that should never happen. I mean, that's a fair point. It should never happen, but I mean, it could. It's the NFL. What do you have to lose, though, Sam? It's a card. My dignity. Yeah, I guess that's true. All right, you two work out the details because this is your thing. We will. All right. So, one of you two hit us with that outro. Get us out of here. So far, this, I I clicked lap because I thought we were ending it and we didn't. So, that's eight minutes of conclusion. So, that's pretty sick. However, we have had a good episode today. We've talked about some overachievers and underachievers. We talked about fantasy. And Sam showed us his knowledge of football is skewed. And that's awesome and amazing. And we love every one of our hosts. We love H-Double. We love Sam Cookie. He always gives us bulletin board material. And... um. <laughs> You know, Maddie B, I'm just here, just vibing. Um, but we appreciate you listening. Thank you for sticking with us. Hopefully, you had a good time, and we cannot wait for the next episode. Also, shout out to Michigan and the Aiden Hutchinson jersey. I've been staring at it all day, all episodes. So, shout out to that. And everyone have a good rest of your week, and we'll see you next episode. Peace. <laughs>